everybody sound the same, nothing's original. Everybody telling now this shit is pitiful. Niggas wanna fit in to get it, most of them miserable. Black Bob Ross wicking out, painting this visual. My next plan was my best plan, selling weed, check scans. I ride for myself, you need help, and a yes man. Y'all be for no reason, nigga, that's broke shit. Lame stick ride or switch sides, that's whole shit. If you lack some sense, little homie, just know this. I'm well centered, but smack your nugget off, no jokage. Frauds did me wrong, so I can't fuck with them. We got shine true colors, show with different sides of the prism. Since I cut them niggas off, I bet nobody gon' miss them. They don't understand their play, shared no knowledge and wisdom. Don't disturb the groove, it's a move while playing the system. I'm supposed to rise, I posterize like Vince on a victim. I'll forever be that nigga, yeah, it's nothing new. See me with your bitch, I'm gonna hit, yeah, it's nothing new. Been on my grind, you know, trying to stack a buck or two. I'm getting right as you should, nigga, it's nothing new. I'll forever be that nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. Welcome to Your Cool Onks Presents Real Rap. Let's rap with Shade. Ah. I got my first guest in here. Let me, let me, let me say about this dude right here. First of all, he is Pittsburgh's most kept secret when it comes to this rap shit straight up um i met this brother through facebook messenger facts facts and he hit me up for some beats i ignored him <laughs> just because he was from you know that's how i get down sometimes it ain't about me but um he hit me up again and I'm like, all right, let me listen to him. And I went to one of his battles. Mm-hmm. Real Deal mm-hmm. is one of the illest uh, battlers from Pittsburgh. Facts. That's a fact. And me coming from Ram Calistecs, nothing but battlers. Uh, niggas come through like a lot. I wish this dude would have came through because he would have been Ram Cal Champion a couple times. Appreciate that. Brozil. Bro is one half of immaculate standard. Mm-hmm. We'll get into who's that later. Yes. But this is Sir Robert Rhodes, everybody. Give what's, it up, Sir what's, Robert Rhodes. What's, what's going good? on, brother? What's good, brother Shade? Mm, mm. What's good, man? What's good with you, bro? Hey, man, you? I'm feeling good, man. Just right. You already know what we about to do. Oh, yeah. 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 In a great space, man. I'm just in a great space right now. Just getting right as you should, you know, just living right. my slogan daily. That's all I can do, man. For real. Just, uh, I feel good. That's all. Yeah, just you feel ready. Good? Excited. Real excited, man. Yeah. I'm seeing the process of, you know, the upcoming appetizer mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the music what you and I have done. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, this city ain't ready for it. I'm not even trying to sound too cocky, but man. See. You say the city ain't ready for it. Me, mm-hmm. the nation ain't ready for it. The world ain't ready for it. Yeah, the world it. ain't ready for it. Like, this is just three rivers here. We got four oceans to take over. Facts. That's just some Uncle shit. I want to even game. be, I want to be in Antarctica with the shit. And yeah, if that's bro. the case, if penguins can rock to my shit, yeah. Right, that's right. how we. That's how we doing it. Shout but, out to the Pittsburgh Penguins and shout out to LeBron James for being a part owner as well. Oh, yeah, that is right. Facts. That is right. Facts. Oh. Facts. But uh, bruh, bruh, <laughs> you're from Pittsburgh. What part of Pittsburgh you from? 
For those that don't know, from the outside looking in, the southeast section of Pittsburgh, better known as Homestead. Mm. Hey, the original Pittsburgh. The original uh, we, we, we Pittsburgh. Had yeah, we had these talks before. Like, mm-hmm. for those that don't know, the original still capital of the motherfucking world. Okay. Number one. Now. As well as going back into the sports history, number one Negro League team ever in the Homestead Grays with one of the greatest baseball players of all time, Josh Gibson. Right. They want to call him right. the Black Babe Ruth. They was calling the. Babe Ruth, the white Josh Gibson, they knew what it was with him. 800-plus right. homers used to hit home runs with one arm. Facts. Right. Different so, shit. So you're from a place of production and greatness. Produ- can, can we say Facts. That? Production and greatness at all times. But, Come on. The Grays won 12 championships, nine straight in a row. Yeah, Consistency. yeah. yeah. Model of consistency, you know what I'm saying? With one of the greatest players, the whole team, Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From mm-hmm. the owner, Cumberland Posey. Uh, like, I'm a cool I'm, Papa Bell. Let me, I'm going to set a picture for you. Yeah. Right? And you put yourself in that picture. Mm-hmm. You know, when uh, Steel Mill shut down in mm-hmm. the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Homestead was not Homestead. Wasn't. You came from, I, I, I can say, you came from the homestead part when it was rebuilt. Definitely. And it was crazy because like a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know this. I was born on a hill. Oh, okay. Elmore. Yep. Okay. Elmore Square. Yeah, shout out to the hill district. Like, my pops is from the hill. Oh, mailman my pops went to, the hill. You know what I'm saying? Shout uh, out to mailman. Yeah. For sure. My they, pops had a crib. Like, family, my grandmother, my grandfather had a crib on Fifth Avenue. My pops went to Fifth Avenue High School. He was homecoming king and all that shit. My mm-hmm. pops was that dude. God bless him. Man. Man. R.I.P. I oh, miss you, man. pops. Hill. Elmore. Ah. Yeah, I was born on the hill. My mom's from Homestead. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yep. But, so, yeah. So, so was you in the hill or homestead when you first had that first feeling of, yo, there's a culture out here in hip hop? Or was there a culture? It was more so, okay. I, yeah, I mean, I was born on the hill, mm-hmm. moved to homestead when I was about, I can remember, four or five years old. Okay. Because I lived on 7th Avenue, like right across the street from the uh the car wash, a lot of people know the car wash on 7th Avenue in Homestead. Right. And then I had an apartment building. It burned down. My mom's was smoking that good, making some cookies. Mm-hmm. Whole apartment building burned. So I was living with my aunt on East 12th for a little bit. And then we got a crib where I've grown like my childhood up until middle school. I'll say from like kindergarten to middle school, like fifth grade. I'll say kindergarten okay. to fifth grade. I lived on Amity Street. And then I moved right around the corner on East 12th and like a lot, oh, that crib, so many fucking memories there. Mm-hmm. And it was just more so, I can say this, my cousins, like I, my older cousins, because my dad used to work early mornings, dropped me off at my aunt's crib. And then like with my cousins having MTV, like we had, I had a crib too, but I was watching more of my MTV jams, you know, Bill Bellamy shit. Okay. Yeah. Early morning. And then they had cassettes out the ass because my older cousins and his friends used to rhyme. Okay. So that's how I got my early like culture, what they was listening to it and the shit I gravitated towards. And then like, okay. and my pops would listen to it a lot of like, not a lot of hip hop, but he mm. would play certain shit. Right. Cause I grew up in a crib where he was playing soul, jazz, funk music. 
heavy, right. like 80s R&B, all of that. But like, I remember LL was like the first rapper that came to my ear. LL. LL for sure. Mama said, knock you out, like 1990 and shit. So that and then like a living color, you know, that whole vibe and that wave, you would see the rappers at the oh, end. Yeah. Like, yeah, like Brand Newbie and Pete Rock, CL Smooth, Gangstar. So, so you was Arsenio era too as a Arsenio, kid. Arsenio, yeah, I'm born, okay. yeah, okay. yeah, I'm born 86, so... Oh, you make sense. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. born in 86. And then my pops, like I said, will always have me watching shit, just being up. I just remember seeing this shit. Like the great, you know, wrestling era, the 80s and the 90s. Right. That was the, yeah. Right. The great okay. era. I remember this shit. Like, memory is immaculate. So I be just catching all that shit. Even like Nintendo, just motherfuckers got to be there to really understand this shit we come from. Like, because you're right. a little bit older than me. Yeah. So well, it was I, just, I know the vibe. Yeah, I, I yeah. Vibe. So it was just that, and like I say, going back to the music, my first rapper that I caught a glimpse that I was like, "Wow!" was like LL at first L-L. as a kid. Round the way, girl. Mama said, "Knock you out." Yeah, that shit. And then seeing Will Smith, you know, Fresh Prince, and then him being the Fresh Prince All of right, Bel Air. Hold on, hold on. You said LL. <laughs> What's your top three LL songs? Let's go. I might stop you a lot. Ooh, shit. Oh damn! Right you off. You said the LL top. like three times, so I'm gonna ask you. What's your top three LL songs? Damn, that's hard. One LL joint I like that a lot of people ain't familiar with, that L-Bomb joint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's up there. That was later. That was but later. That's yeah. one of them. It's like, yo, that's yeah. one of my favorites. Like, okay. that that right there is one of my favorite LL joints. Shout out mm-hmm. to DJ Scratch on the beat there. Oh, yeah. Oh, see. Oh, oh see. I was about to get deep with you. See, you see? I'm here. Oh, yeah, like, that's here. what I'm saying. This you're is going to be real good. This you, is going to be a well-seasoned you know what I'm saying? This brother Interviewer. named the producer. Yeah. And this right. is how I'm going to let you. Yeah, we, we're going to tap into the mind of Rob Rose on this more, one. Though. You got two more, though. Ill Bomb. Ill um, yeah. Shit. Top three. That's fucking crazy. Right, hey Lover, of course. Hey Love. Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that one. And um, damn. Shit. I love I Shot You, for real. I Shot You was hard. I like yeah. Them was, was like hard. Top, it's hard to say top three, but those three right now I could name off the top of the dome. Yeah, those three production was crazy and everything just from top to bottom, just all fire joints and shit for real. So yeah, them was Man, my top so three LL. You got put on LL. Yeah, LL was like whoa, and then what else happened? What what was going on after that? Right after that, I could just remember being. This is crazy how I gotta like incorporate this. Big fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a kid. Right. And then, like, me and my pops used to watch a lot of, like, Bruce Lee. Right. Right. Then I remember watching Yo MTV Raps and seeing the Wu-Tang Clan. That shit did it for me, like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wu-Tang Clan. Yes. I never told this story. Me and my brother, right? Yeah. This is the first time we heard Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Me and my little brother, right? We used to get these videotapes. And it had like videos on it. Yeah. And it had Bring the Ruckus had a video, and I think Method Man had a video. Okay, yeah. Nobody. I mean, when I say nobody here in Pittsburgh yeah. was rocking that, we was like, whoa. And then my granddad passed away. Yeah. We went to Jersey, you know, to handle business. Right. And they had the whole tape there. Okay. Me and my brother came back to Lormer. With a Wu Tang tape, so it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's like, that's kind of crazy. Wu Tang, Wu is definitely that. Really wanted me. That just 
with all the whole martial arts and like Ninja Turtles and then Bruce Lee and then playing games like Double Dragon, Shinobi. Oh. <laughs> oh you know what I'm saying? God. And then on the Sega. Yes. The Genesis. Oh, I had damn near all the systems. Like right. my pops had a great job. Like, you know what I mean? CNA shit, RN shit. Mm-hmm. I was getting like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, right. and I was having a bunch of shit because he would play some of the shit too. Right. So seeing the woo and just hearing cream. Oh my God. Like cream changed your life, huh? Cream was a game changer for me. That's 93. Ah. Uh, yeah, I was about six, seven. Yeah, that. Yeah. Hearing cream. And I remember having like on Whammo, my dad would always um record tapes. Yeah. You always record, and I remember having, I would just play that shit. I warped that motherfucking tape. Warped it, just because that was right. on there. See, there was a couple other joints I would play, but I would always play Cream. Cream was your favorite. That's that my favorite it. Woo. Like That's probably number one. So, you listen to Woo, you're getting excited. Yeah. When did you pick up that pad? It was around when I started like writing my own rap, like trying to write my own rhymes mm-hmm. was about 90, I want to say when I heard AZ and Nas, How You Living, that was on the Pieces of a Man shit uh, album. Yeah, because AZ is my favorite rapper of all time. See, so therefore, when we get to the top three, we already got one there. AZ. Yeah. All yeah. Right. All right. That was because right. I would like try to like, Catch the cadences and the flows and just write my own shit, just the rhyme. I remember just matching it, just trying to match it early. And it was crazy when I like, trying to match the shit early. And I know I would just listen to certain, like I said, AZ, Ray, right. Ghost, Meth, Jizza. I had all that shit capped, like all these takes because my moms, whenever like I would go over there when my pops and my moms had joint custody, like my dad raised me, but I didn't really see my moms as much. But at times I would. She would give me like certain CDs. I remember having a Murder Was The Case soundtrack. Oh, yeah, that was dope. But my mom, I remember with Columbia House back in the day, she got me like all them like cassettes. Sure. That hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Columbia House, my dude. Columbia House. Yeah. Fam. Yeah. Fam. Yes. Columbia House. Columbia House. Yo. For a penny, like you get all yeah, them I, tapes. I know, I know. We had different names, variation names, address. That's how I first built my First tape collection off of that. That's kind of like with me and my mom. Yeah, we, I mean, we had a collection, like collection off of different names and gave the penny off and never paid like the month and shit. But Columbia House, AZ, you copying AZ. I'm jealous of you because we didn't have <laughs> AZ. You know what I mean? AZ I had with the pen. And that's what really I got hooked on to that shit. Like, I was older. We had Big Daddy KRS. I'm I was nine, was so ninety five. Like I got this is like I got all these cassettes in like ninety six because I remember. Yeah, yeah. So because like the ninety six era, looking back, Midnight Marauders was in his bag. Uh, and that's your fate. I remember we talk about that a lot. Like right. that's a that's a crown jewel. That's iconic. Yeah. And I remember is. having, and she would give me the because she knew I liked the woo because I had. The purple tape. Mm-hmm. I had liquid sores. I had mm-hmm. the thirty six chambers. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom only got me the Method Man single, but I had a bunch of albums. I had Mid- like Midnight Marauders. I had Iron Man. Um, I had Illmatic. I forget what else I had, but I had a bunch of shit. You had I had Ready to Die too. Is one like I said, 
That era? That era. That era was drool after drool after, after drool after drool after drool facts. after drool after drool. I mean, that era was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Hell yeah. And I was stuck on that shit. And I got really hooked to the point where a damn near almost warped every tape. But the first tape I played out of that bunch mm. was only built for Cubalings because it was purple. It stood out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, I had a right. bunch How of... How old was you again when only built for Cuban Links? 95. I was like nine years old. I was nine. I was nine, bro. All right. Facts. What, what, what? The first time you turned on that only built for Cuban Links, what, what made you say, yo, As this a, shit is different? I mean, because I told, man, I need, I need to hear this from can, a nine-year-old mind because I was like 18 when it came out. You know, So what I'm it was really like, it felt like I was listening to a movie. I couldn't see it, but I knew I can close my eyes and be in the dark with my Walkman and shit and just listen to this, like, try to pay attention and catch the slang. I couldn't understand it, but it was just different it was different like it felt like okay Shaolin and I gotta go to Shaolin soon right because this shit is different and they're naming all these plates I'm like this is so epic from beginning to end and then like hearing the North Star outro I was damn near like nine years old why am I crying to this like wow wow yeah, like the yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's the vibe I couldn't understand it until I got older. And I'm like, yo, this shit is really like a part of me. Wow. Facts. Like, yo, y'all, oh my God. It, it, ooh. I, yeah, seriously. Like, so, I remember just playing that. That was like a book to me. It wasn't like an album. I was more like a book. And you still wasn't rhyming, rhyming. Wasn't yet. rapping. But was when soaking. I start, I was soaking all this shit up. Wow. Soaking everything up. Till my cousin about, I want to say I was 11, 12. No, I want, yeah, because when when was like 98 was whenever like 400 degrees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DMX came out. Mm-hmm. Yummy mm-hmm. Volume 2 was around that time. My cousins was rhyming and shit. Shout out to Dangerous. Oh. That was like they crew. My cousin, you know what I'm saying? Don Dooley or Dini back in the day. That was where he was going by. Mm-hmm. And... He just, I remember one day, because he always made beats and shit. He had beats. I forget what equipment he had. Okay. But he had a beat machine. He would make beats. And I remember the one day, I'm just sitting there just gnawing, and he just pulled me to the side and just structured 16 bars, an A-bar hook. And I was just memorizing it. Wow. Like, And then that's whenever I knew, and I just studied that so much. Right. I don't remember what he said, but I remember I studied that. And we recorded it. Nice. And I'm nice. Li- that fucked me up taking my own shit home just to hear me on a 16 and an 8 over my cousin's beat. And I was 12 years old with this shit. Like, right. And then he had some right. beats he threw on a tape, whatever. And I'm trying to write to these beats. Like, so I'm a, I, I always put Pittsburgh history with it. At that time, that's when everybody was finding studios. Like, that's when I was up in studios. At the, no, wait, 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 98. Oh, I've been in studios. But people, I remember it was, like, everywhere in the Mar yeah. Valley. Like, it was record labels coming out. It was, like, Iced Out Records and Duquesne. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I remember all that shit. 
So, do you remember the Frontline uh, show in the Frick, Frick Park in 1999? Yeah, yeah. My cousins performed there. Okay, okay. I remember. This is the. This is. I'll tell you. This is the moment. Mm-hmm. This was the moment. This is Frick Park from Homestead. Like this is right down the street from my crib. Right. I could. It felt like there was like thousands of people in this fucking park. Everybody's performing from all the other hoods. It's yep. all love. Oh yeah. Until that moment, my cousin and them got on stage. I'm in front. Mm-hmm. I just remember my cousin snatching up me and my homie Todd Laron. Shout out to him and Frat House Studios. I did a joint with them like on their compilation. I, I, right. It's supposed to be. I don't know if it's out yet, but definitely. Me and him used to write together and like okay. click up. Okay. So I remember that moment when my cousin snatched me up on stage. And I just remember looking out and just seeing everybody rocking. Like it wasn't like nobody mm-hmm. everybody was paying attention to my cousin and performing right. in Homestead. I just remember for like 10 seconds, everything went mute in slow motion. And that moment I'm just looking at my cousin like, and I just see me holding that mic. Right. And I'm like, and it just, I felt this energy like, this is what I want to do. For the rest. For the rest of, of my life. motherfucking life. I hear that. This I is it. That. Michael Jackson, that. this is it. Yeah. And then I just remember rocking. It felt like I was done performing as whenever they get, oh mm-hmm. man, that was the craziest feeling mm-hmm. I ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. That's all I could say. Just. Fuck me up for real. That's why we here now, like right, because of right. that moment. Man, we're gonna definitely get us to now. But hell yeah. But um, so yeah. So your first time on stage was at Frick Park. I remember that jam too. I remember they that did a jam. couple of joints like mixed drinks was like one of they joints back in the day. They mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It was a bunch of them. Shout out to uh. You know, Dana Delgado, Spanish Fly, Mr. Delgado. They was yeah. performing. Oh, all yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. All of them. I, I, I remember all of them. I mean, I might not remember the performance, but I remember myself being Yeah, they was there. all crew back like, in then. It was like, like, it was like, that was that was a nice day. and That was probably one of the only times that they let hip-hop really go down. And in that was Freeport. in Homestead. Right, yeah. in Homestead. I remember that shit. Right, so, 99. I always just talk to my cousin about that. Like, that was an epic moment. Right. Because that just made me where I'm at. Then, you know, tightening up my skills in high school cafeterias, like, you know, at lunch table, you know, that time. Mm-hmm. That was early 2000s and shit, so. So you was running shit in the lunch tables? Oh, cooking. Like, oh. it wasn't more so, like, battling then. We was just always having our pins sharp, like, a bunch of us, like, mm-hmm. just always rhyming daily, day, like, just every day, like, shout out my homie Two Kizzle, Man Heart. We were always just rhyme. Okay. Daily, just always kidding. Like, 2K, he was nice with the quarters, beating on the table. He mm-hmm. was super dope with that, like, I'm surprised he could rap, and I'm surprised he wasn't a producer. But the like first beat machine, period. Quarter lunch in table. your hand, lunch table. Like Man. I remember, this is eighth grade. Like we the was first. really just rhyming like daily for real. Right, right. That was early me, and then I started. I could say when did I like really start recording for self? Was like around that time because mm-hmm. I linked up with my homie Sydney. He's from the hill. Like, I was working at Eaton Park as a kid. Okay. And my bro knew him because my bro was working there first because I was playing a little basketball, like, for the school and shit. Okay. And then once I linked up with him, he had a tape I listened to, and I remember kicking some bars I had wrote. He fucked with it. Like, so he invited Mm -hmm. me to the studios. I forget the nigga name. 
It was over in Larmer and shit. I forget this nigga's oh, name. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's studio in Larmer. It was in the crib. Like, uh, what the fuck is this nigga's name? High as fuck. Hold up. Like Zeno or some shit like that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. His name was like Zeno or some some yeah, I think that's it. Well, I wait a minute. I don't want to be all describing people all in public like this. Right, 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 right. I know. Right. I know um, you're talking about Geo. I don't I, I, Zeno, some shit like light that. Light skin dude? No, he wasn't light skin. Oh, okay, okay. That's the one dude I know in Long Run was running shit with the sound. But yeah, Sid took me there, and I remember I spit a verse over the dipset anthem beat. Fucking crazy, like I was punching and like the punches they was fucking with me, like oh shit, like this homestead nigga's nice. And I remember he had a, a New Year's party. Me and my bro Lonnie went. Okay. And like Lonnie, we started like because he was trying to make beats and shit. I was, I remember putting him on the hip hop. Like he was listening mm-hmm. to like Coolio's second album. I'm like, nah, here's this Black Star tape that fucked him up. So it was like that the assist. Wait, 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 wait. Where did you pass this Black Star tape at? To my, my bro Lonnie and shit. Like, okay. I gave it to him okay. to listen and to. And he was from he was from a homestead. homestead. Like we've oh, okay. we, we okay. been niggas since kindergarten. Okay. Okay. I, like, yeah. I, I gotta get I, I you see, I wanna still have yeah, that yeah. big picture yeah, of homestead. Right. right. Like, homestead there's homestead a culture is like, of it. Homestead there. is like, man, everybody get money, everybody mm-hmm. fly for real. It's like homestead is a town within a town. Right. Because I've known plenty of females that moved to homestead. But they don't know no homestead niggas that went to Barrett Elementary, Still Valley Middle, Still Valley High School. That's homestead for real. Like it's Speaking a cult. Of Valley. It's a cult. You know what I mean? Charlie Batch. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go watch this game tonight. Uh East Dallas game versus Steel Valley and Hoops. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to the Iron Man. Oh no, yeah. Shout out Football to the Football team. <laughs> hey, you funny as hell. But anyway, but anyway. Um but Homestead is like we all had a culture. We have a culture, definitely. Like boys always was getting fly, getting money, popping shit. Like my era was you had to know how to rap. Cause the niggas we was listening to, like most of the cats listening to the, you know, Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, Pac mm-hmm. era. Like, so mm-hmm. you couldn't like really say you was a rapper and not be nice. So y'all young boys at that time was still on that shit that we was on there. You had to rhyme. You had to be nice. Had to rhyme. You had to be nice. Man. You had to be nice. Oh man, y'all was getting it in. Huh? Getting it in. Like we definitely was. Like cats from different abs. Like we was because I'm from East Twelfth and Amity. Like we had shout out to the one six free all the guys. You know what I'm saying? But like they had they shit going on. There was a bunch of us. Shout out Mr. E T. Lost John Basement. There was a bunch of us from Homestead. John Basement. Yeah, he's from Homestead. Yeah, I know he's from. That, yeah. that, that, he's fab too. Yeah, I definitely. Know, I know, know John. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of us that really like. If I don't mention you, I'm high as fuck. Pardon me, but like a bunch of us. Too. There was a bunch of us that definitely was spitting and always had our own thing going. Like right. So it was just nothing to whereas like if you heard somebody shit, okay, it was like I know me because I'm like young, like probably like the last. Of the Mohicans who really was rhyming coming out of Homestead for real. Then, you know, you got the young boys doing their thing and shit. And it's just like I said, I was just more focused on my pen game. Right. Just rhyming, rhyming, just making sure I would have like 20 verses ready, like to be in any cipher, just 
Ready always on go. That always is always that nigga just writing, writing, writing the instrumentals. Cause you know, I would go to East Lib, mm-hmm. right where Davis is. They would have the vendors. I would get them instrumental tapes and all that shit. Go to Davis and get fly. Wait, wait, stop. Stop. Yeah, stop you again. <laughs> See, you came on my side of town. Yeah, facts. Where hip hop was definitely, definitely, definitely real. Like you see, sixty four A took us from home. Yeah, to I remember Liberty. that. I remember that. So and we was that, there. That's how we used to get jump in and go. To, anyway, it was that pipeline. Exactly. Was, right. Exactly. So that I pipeline. know what time it is. I know mm-hmm. what time it is. Yep. But you was at the vendors. Paid another picture. You know, battles used to go down. Nice to be in them ciphers, like just uh, be on the call. My so bro, you Lonnie was in be, a cipher. He was in there a would cipher? be some shit. Like I, I can't remember. I would just see niggas rapping. I would just have my shit uh, ready, so I would just go and just be out. Oh, he's nice. Yeah, I mean that motherfucker's up, and we catch the sixty four a back home. Mm-hmm. And I just felt go okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. I ain't fuck up like me and my bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was on like like I said. I was at Sid's party New Year's Eve. I remember. I forget what year it was. It was a New Year's Eve party. I was on the hill battling niggas. Like. Uh, so yeah. you been battling niggas at a very young age. Facts. Like, yeah, this is so, really what I've been doing. Let's speed it up. You got to the point, like, yo, I definitely want to be seen. I definitely want to be heard as a MC. And I'm going to talk about the introduction with you. Yeah, yeah. With me. Yeah, word. Battle rap. Mm-hmm. Did you choose battle rap first? This is a crazy... Yeah, this is... Or did you choose to be an artist, a recording artist? I put out music first. Okay. Here's the thing. Like, okay, I started really taking it serious like 2006. Me, my bro, and my other homie, Mont, you know what I'm saying? We came up with a crew. Like, they started it, like, and then I was the president it was grand family because I was still trying to play ball at CCAC. I was still hooping, going to school and shit. Right. But they was more so at home. You know what I'm saying? They was around it. But I was like, at first, I was just trying to help because they had art. Like, they had boys that wanted to rap. They was going to vote tech with. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my this is my space era. This is crazy. I'm going to try to speed this up okay, quickly. No, no, no. It was wild because they was putting out music and shit. And then, like, the homie we had, he was a white boy. He was offbeat, he, but he, he was trash for real. He was okay. good trash. It was always those trash white boys. But <laughs> but his MySpace following was crazy. It's always like that. Was he crazy. was getting, like, 50,000 plays. You know, the four songs you would have on that little MySpace right, player? Right, All his shit was getting played. So my bro, Lonnie, and Mar- they was pushing him just to get that following. Then, like... It was wild because one day I just remember like being because my bro had a studio built in his dad's dining room mm-hmm. on West 14th. Mm-hmm. And it was just nothing to walk up two blocks. See what I'm saying? To the right. He's right there. And I was always there. So I remember. Remember the website SoundClick? Yeah. yeah. I remember just like I would always throw 16s on songs. They would always have me features. So it wasn't yeah. like I was rusty. Never that. Yeah. Yeah. I will always throw verses because I'm like, I'm hooping, but I still want to rap. Like, you know what uh, I mean? Because niggas like Shaq, Iverson, all them niggas was rapping and hooping. I, fuck it. Why not? And then the and one mixtape. All that shit. I was trying to incorporate that with my brand as a kid. Not knowing it's a brand, but like, that's what I was kind of doing for real. Hooping and rapping and shit. 
Y'all so, hear this, MCs? Y'all hear this? Yeah. <laughs> Look, this cat wasn't even like, because I know the dude personally. I'm learning new shit now. But this dude right here, this dude is dropping gems. Soak up the game. Real shit. This dude wasn't even trying to be on. But he knew if he was going to be on, he had to do this, this, and this. And he was doing it. Dope. Continue, bro. I yeah, had to give, so, I had to give you No, appreciate salute, Salute to that, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. So... I remember like scrolling through beats and I found a beat I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Don't remember the producer's name. Normally I remember this, but I remember writing to this beat. The first like song I could say I started taking this shit seriously was called My Time. Catchy song. I can't remember none of the lyrics. I remember we recorded it. It was dope. I remember my bro, we lost the file. I found another beat. It was a little slower, but it sounded better. Okay. I did that, right? Boom. Next, my bro flipped the BG sample more than a woman. I spit over that. That was dope. Like, you know what I mean? Females like that. I would bring females over, play that song and shit. That shit was dope. Here's another gem you're about to catch right now. We still, I'm trying to be like, yo, I'm trying to get heard and like, trying to get my, you know what I mean? Trying to get my feet wet out there. Mm-hmm. I run into Gene Wildham. Shout out to Gene Wildham. For those that don't know, Swerve Entertainment. Berg Booty Volume I, One, yo, yo, two. I know. <laughs> so I know this. I fuck Gene, with Gene. Wow. Shout out to Gene, man. That's my nigga all day. So look, we on MySpace. I see his picture. He had a picture like with chicks legs and he's holding money up, yeah. cheesing on the yeah, MySpace. This is how you know my that. memory's crazy, Gene. Yeah. If you listening, I know you gonna tap in. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. So. I inboxed him like, yo, rapping and shit. I had a couple joints. I had like a freestyle. I remember I had four joints. Like I had the two, like the two joints I had to my time where they was getting plays. I was getting like 8,000. I was hyped, you know what I'm saying? And I had a couple freestyles. The Who Got the Props was a freestyle I threw on there. Oh, wow. Black Moon that? shit. I hate to hear that. I ain't got that. Oh, I ain't got that, but uh, I might rap over that again. Fuck it. Man. You know I got a rebate. Oh, yeah. Facts. That's Give me that. But anyway, that's another hey, topic. <laughs> And I remember just having a nice little buzz on there. So I reached out to Gene like, yo, I want to do like a joint for your porno. Fuck it. Like, I'm trying to, you know what I mean? And he's like, what you got? So I remember just rapping to him, not telling my bro and them because my bro had a Triton. We was making, I was like, bro, I need a beat. You know what I mean? For this porno shit. He's like, what? Like, So he's like thrown off because I just got this locked down. I was like, yo, you got to make this beat for me. Now I was like, we need a prize. I was like, yeah, because it was like this week. It was like a Monday, and I told this motherfucker we linking up Friday. So, matter of fact, it was a day he was filming a scene for Bird Booty Volume One when Gene and I linked up when I gave him the joint. So, I remember we got the beat. The song's called Sex Extravagant. I'm a, we gotta make like update that. We are gonna call it part two because I don't have part one. Okay. So Pete, meet up with Gene with the CD. Boom! This is the joint. He's playing it. For those that don't know, if you have that DVD, the song's playing on the like one of the scenes, the yo, intro, like um, the first um, scene. Um, Facts. Um, yo, um, <laughs> I remember that song. <laughs> and they in the car, but anyway. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait anyway, minute. <laughs> we go. No, hold on. It ain't no anyway. <laughs> ain't no anyway. This is real rap. Let's rap. <laughs> I. 
I remember that. I remember that song. But as you were sitting there, and I'm like, oh, wow. And then you brought up Gene, and I'm like, oh, wow. You've been in the game for a minute. Yeah. Okay. So I wish I knew you then. You definitely got some rights to that. Because for sure, <laughs> no, uh, because he um invited me to one of his parties. Back then, it was called the Fucktoberfest shit. Shout out, because I like worked with my homie O at Eaton Park. Shout out to my homie O from the port. His man's Russ Stuvance, and me and him cool. Like, and they won the Super Bowl at that time. So I was under 21, but Gene played my song every hour on the hour. So nice. he had me in the spot. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say I fucks with Gene heavy. Nice. And I came in with Russ Stuvance. You know what I'm saying? My man O. Watts. So I came, you know what I mean? He pulled up with the white Escalade. The one, what was, what's the one Escalade? Shit. Not the, uh, it's like with the back, it could turn to the pickup. He had that one, oh, the white joint. Yeah, he had the white joint. So I remember we pulled up. He had the Super Bowl ring. Everything was crazy. Like, so doing that. And then once I got that response, that made me start cooking up more joints. Mm -hmm. Then I came out with my very first, like, official project, Pay-Per-View Volume 1. Not like Pay-Per-View, but Pay-Per-View, like mm -hmm. seeing money, like yeah. Pay-Per-View Volume 1. Yeah. And I was working at uh, PRC DirecTV at the time, passing that out. And it got a good reception. Like, And then I remember at the time... My bro Bo and shit, he had his birthday party at the uh, Holiday Inn out um Lebanon Church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was so lit. And I remember somebody was in there trying to rap and then they called me over. I like cooked him and it was wild. Like, yo, it was crazy. I remember like cops came all. It was wild shit. Mm -hmm. Like, because motherfuckers was walking through all the rooms and shit, smoking all. It was lit. So right. putting that project out and then. I did my very first show at the old bar in Homestead the second time around off that first project. Mm. And I got a great reception off that. I remember it was crazy because motherfuckers trying to get on the stage, tried to hate. So I put my arm on him while I was still rapping, like, and still was going, like, fighting. Oh, it was, it was crazy, but I still put on, like, a dope show mm -hmm. and then just kept moving forward to the point where it was like, okay, I really can do this shit now, like. That's when I gained that confidence from being on Gene's tape and then two other songs. Nice. Was on another mixtape. Um, shout out to the homie uh, Tat from Homestead and the Cat Diesel Money. It was on a port tape. I had two songs as good as it gets in rehab music on that tape. That was like 07, 08. Mm -hmm. And I just was really like trying to, you know what I mean, do music. And then I was going to Soy Sauces to record my one mixtape against all odds. And Skirt. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Gems dropping. Shout out to Soy Sauce. Mm -hmm. Soy Sauce is also the first person I ever recorded at. Oh, word. Period. After I said, you know what, I'm gonna record myself. After getting tired of recording myself, I definitely found out who Soy Sauce is. Soy Sauce is a big confidant. I definitely need to go to his monthly meetups. But um, he's he's definitely a dude. Like, I yeah. Shout out to Soy Sauce, and I then like Jules. Yeah, because cause how I got introduced to him was I did a joint with John Baseman and T. Laws okay. and seen him and linked up and I started doing my shit there. So going there over to his crib, like when he stayed over and like on the um, east side over Wilkinsburg and mm -hmm. shit. So going there, just cooking up my shit. And then I found a producer on uh, SoundClick. Fuck, like, his name was like Spontane or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then my bro made some beats and I put together Against All Odds. So, and that right there was like, that's on Reverb Nation right now, so 
Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of shows like locally, then going out to, uh, there was a spot out Washington PA Club VIP. I did like, that's what it was really like my introduction is Rob Rhodes against mm-hmm. all odds. Cause I went by, yeah, I went by Rob Hinton on the pay-per-view volume one tape, like mm-hmm. my first last. And I just used the, like the, like my name is Robert Rhodes, like, and then Hinton's the last name. Mm-hmm. So I just went to Rob Rhodes and it would work more because, you know, Rhodes going with Scholar and all that shit. So, right. I mean, ahead of my class, top of my like that shit worked. So I did that with Against All Laws, and then Jordan Beckham did the cover work. Another gem. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jordan Beckham. He's he always was fucking with me. Where we go? He's naming the must goes, the must twos. Yeah, like this is the I'm tastemakers really... at at the time and still the time because right now those are legends. He named Sweet Sauce and Jordan Beckham, the first person I ever got a photo shoot by. That's but my he did my like, first he did my first real photo shoot too. So he did a lot of great Pittsburgh pictures of Wiz. I'm uh, I don't even want to see them Mac. pictures now because I had no hair. Well, F it. But still, <laughs> you got Jordan you got Jordan Beckham. Oh yeah, but not against all odds cover was no. Yeah, I got Beckham as you fucking right. Shout Word. out to Jordan Beckham, yo. So Word. He did that cover and I remember performing in Really did a lot of dope shit mm-hmm. with that. And then I remember one of the shows I did over at the Iris Center. And I'm, shout out to the homie DJ Schizo. He saw me perform. I remember standing on one of his speakers rocking. That's how hard I was going. Like, I was feeling the show at that time. Another legend. Shout out to him, definitely. So Another Pittsburgh legend. Me and him linked up. And then we put together my one tape, Turntables and Instrumentals, where I did like a live freestyle session Right on the site with over mm-hmm. different beats. And then I had two joints over his beats, uh, Jitney and High Level Living on 8th Avenue. That video's on YouTube right now. Right. I had that out for a minute. So we did that. And then was just having fun, just learning the game. I would go to different venues with him while he was DJing and seeing shows. Like, definitely, like, just soaking up the game. I ain't give a fuck. Like, hey, I'll help you carry a speaker in just to get in the fucking show. Why not? Like, for free? I ain't got paid. Oh, like, yeah. Getting a good show. Like, I don't give a fuck. So... That shit was dope just doing that. And then even whenever I was doing against all laws, that's when the talk, when people was like, why don't you battle, bro? Because, you know, URL was coming out around like 2010 and shit. And everybody knew I was one of them niggas watching the Smack DVDs. Mm -hmm. We will all get together, watch all the murder mooks, the loaded Lux battles and all of that shit. So and then when they hear how I rhyme and it was just like, why don't you battle? Why don't you battle? So I never really took it serious. Mm hmm. Until it's crazy. This is how I got into it. Like, this is wild. This is how you say get to this part. 2015, there was an event. Shout out to Street Talk Entertainment, Scoop, DJ Racks, all them niggas. There was an event, Scoop's birthday party. I was there, you know what I mean, with somebody from the hood. You know what I mean? I don't really fuck with him now, but like, he was having a battle. Long story short, mm-hmm. niggas got into it and I was part of that. So okay. I ended up. Going to other like I tried to battle like I ain't know if they knew my name because I was still low I ain't had no music out or nothing I ain't know if niggas knew me but you know when niggas got film footage mm-hmm. can point niggas out yeah it went that I, route I so yeah so it went that so I was like as they should so I couldn't yeah. look back like in retrospect I ain't mad they handle it as they I try to reach out inbox y'all want to battle they dubbed me cool cool like I can't get mad at that like you right. know what I'm saying moving forward right. so. That's when I did Josh Gibson bars video. That's ah, ah did that. Okay. So no chill battle league. I'm seeing this league. 
Because somebody from Street Talk went over there mm-hmm. and was battling. So they was doing a thing. So mm-hmm. at that moment, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I threw in Josh Gibson bars. See, no chill. Fuck with the song. He right. inboxed me like, yo, what's up with a bet? Like, you shit dope. You know what I mean? You trying to, I was like, I'm trying. You know what I mean? We linked out. I, I don't know who hit who first, but I remember I just was like, I'm trying to do something. Mm-hmm. I can rap and then it was so crazy because like shout my first no shout out shout out to see no chill for real because I yeah you know I mean gave, helped him get high rollers for my first battle for summer heat one high rollers high rollers yeah, homestead yeah, home yeah. turf for people that don't know about high rollers high rollers high rollers has always been in homestead always it's a it's a local bar local bar and. Things changed around Homestead, but High Rollers was still standing. Oh, yeah. It's the local spot. Now it's Soldy now, the uh, hookah bar now. Yeah, yeah. So I helped, like, it was crazy because my very first battle, shout out to Barbell, he was cooking at the time on Street Talk and No Chill. Like, he's one of them niggas. They didn't give me no pushover because they, like, see heard the bars on Josh Gibson, so they just couldn't give me no cupcake-ass nigga. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is in my hood too, right? Oh, I showed up and showed out like thirty clip. This is as how we do you it. Should. As you should, I get right as you should. How so, you feel advantage? man, it was that was crazy. And then, like my very second battle, see, yeah, you know I mean, gave me the call to go out mm-hmm. Toledo. That's the one I seen. No, no, that no, was no, the that king. Sh- no, that, that was the King Chi battle. Shout out to King Chi. Me and him still chop it up. Yeah, that wasn't the one. Yeah, then like. My third battle, you know what I'm saying? Right, like three weeks later, I battled Villa and shit back in Homestead. I ended up being a co-main event. So think about that. Like three battles, I became a main event talk. Mm-hmm. And then my fourth battle, I went out, yeah, to Fifth Element was the Pittsburgh versus Toledo card where I was the main event out in Toledo. Mm-hmm. And then that was a, another 30. Shout out to Fifth. Shout out to Jay Davies for having me out to Toledo. You know what I'm saying? That was definitely dope. So I was just putting that work in, man. And then like also when I was... um. Battle rapping, like I was blogging inside No Chill as well, hosting okay. battles inside the blog as well. So yeah, I was doing a lot, just filling grinding. gaps, just con- grinding. Con- yeah, grinding and giving my contributions back to the culture. Like right. you know, what I'm saying if I'm going, right. if I'm going to take something away from it, I'm definitely going to give back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. definitely just doing that. And salute to C for giving me that platform for doing oh, that right, shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then like just, and it was like a blessing in disguise for me battling. In Homestead, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that shit was dope. And then going to Toledo so quickly, just after, like, basically two battles in Homestead was, right, like, right. definitely, I look at that like a blessing, a blessing, like a blessing for a blessing. real. So that, like, battling was definitely dope. I had fun with it, you know what I'm saying? I just, it was just definitely because I wanted that to be, I could say that, like, give me the full circle, well-rounded MC to my name so anybody could talk about that they could look that up on YouTube see I battle you know what I'm saying if they want to yeah it's it's there for y'all you know what I mean and I did good so looking back in retrospect I ain't got nothing to, like nothing to be mad about like the the good like outweighed the bad like a motherfucker for real in that situation because I put the work in and then mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying shit came with it the hate comes with it but that is what it is I always come with something like I don't expect everybody to like me I don't give a fuck but Long as I know at the end of the day I left with caskets, I'm good. Like that's mm-hmm. all that matters. Like, but that's hip hop. That's hip hop. Not everybody's gonna love you. Mm-hmm. That that's one thing that you have to understand. You know what? No, no, no. I'm not gonna say that. In hip hop, 
not everybody's going to love you in public. That's a fact. That's what it is. People have no choice but to spread love, but that's how it is in the culture nowadays. It's, it's fucked up that you had to grow up in that digital era of hip-hop, which where I'm going to get to. Um, I Before I ever heard any song, I always seen your name pop up for various things. <laughs> like, your mean game is <laughs> out of this world. Um, uh, you always showed you had your battles mm-hmm. and kicks. Oh, yeah. The kicks are ridiculous. Appreciate that. I'm brother. not going to get all deep in. We're not going to get real deep into it, but that's one thing you sponsor. And I feel like that's one thing in hip hop that you should should be. And what is your motto? Well, get right as you should. At the, there you the go. The Immaculate Standard. The, the immac- See, now you're about to jump into the Immaculate Standard. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really okay. I could just sum it up real quick. Shout out to Kicks on Flame Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. During the quarantine, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to God bless the dead A.B. Allen Brown, man. God bless you. Miss you to death. You know what I'm saying? So Word. it was like he invited me and had me be an admin. That's family because, you know what I'm saying, married to my god niece. Mm-hmm. Love you, mahogany. You know what I'm saying? So he brought me in. Like He knew I, he knew I stayed fly. I was, you know what I mean, admin, selling shoes, and then I started the sneaker battles. And then, like, I won a sneaker battle against the International Titan. Shout out to Andy. His kick game retarded. Like, I and I still won. Like, I bet. Oh, my God. Like, he got a shoe, damn near a shoe store in his crib. So, doing that and then just showing love to, like, cats who, like, showing love to the culture, promoting the group, and then clowning cats who have, fit, like, weird fake kicks and all that. Montel's, you know, oh, Montel Mondays. Man. For those that don't know, I'm Mr. See You Monday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we clown cats called Montel George. Even Montel showed wait love minute, to kicks on flame. You invented Montel Mondays, didn't yes. you? Yes. You are. Everybody would tag me just to tag, like, see you anybody, Monday. So anybody. We start, yeah, like, definitely. Has that tag, Montel Monday. See you Monday. This yes. is the OG of the hashtag. See you Monday. I wanted. To, that's why I said I wanted to get that point out because... That was one thing I noticed too during quarantine. Like, I didn't, you know, the music. You hit me up. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, around that same same time. That time, and that's where I'm. We're gonna move on to the future after the the, the kicks. But um, I noticed I was like, yo, this dude believes in being fresh. Rappers don't believe that anymore. It's and yeah, it's like the dirty niggas getting shine now. And I don't understand it because even with me, it's it's a, it's funny with the like sneaker game in Pittsburgh because motherfuckers be back doing shit who always work in the stores, and like I just want to be able to help cats get right as you should. You know what I'm saying? If I got it, come fuck with me. You know what I mean? And it's just always a it's not about just because there's motherfuckers who be just grabbing shoes just all off the height and won't wear the shit or just wear the shit, fuck it up crazy. But it's just more so like a culture thing with me. Like, if you really want to shoot, I'll definitely want to help you get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I always been like that. Like, and it was just definitely a beautiful thing, just getting like recognition through Kicks on Flame. That's why I say it's always love over there with me. Mm-hmm. And I just say like, 
now that like branching off with just me even be, still being a rapper and just having that tag on me as well right. is definitely dope because anybody can hit me. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you some kicks. Like yeah, come fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool with a lot of motherfuckers. Who yeah, you know I mean, I'm, all my shit gonna be authentic dead stock. So because every motherfucker's be selling some wild shit like and trying to be roof niggas off some like oh yeah motherfuckers who had they feeding oh, and worn to the club and trying yeah. to get their money back. Like no, nah, like me and Bo like. That's my brother, like, love him to death. You already know the time it is, man. Other we just half. make sure the other half of the Immaculate Standard, for the sure. The half. Distro Bow, for sure. And, mm-hmm. like, we just out here, because we always believe and stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know what I mean? So, we just be going out regular. We, That's the motto. That's the motto with anything. Anything. You see how I talked about with me just keeping, like, with bars. Yeah. And it's definitely stepping outside, like, fresh head to toe, like, you got to. You got to. And it's you just like to. motherfuckers be out here trying to do it like not pay bills or no weird shit. It ain't even about that. It's just about it. Like wait, I could wait, wake wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna stop you again. <laughs> Name me your top three flyest hip hop artists. Who 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 Top who, three flies. Cameron. Uh let me see. Cam for sure. That's he's number one to me. Cam. Can I put Ray and Ghost as two? They're a group. That's the a group. Yeah, like Ray and Ghost for sure. It's like Cam, Ray, Ghost, and then, damn, these threes. You're killing me, bro, with these threes. Like, yeah, bro. Fuck. Because there's yeah, so many bro. I just give like credit and praise to as far as like my style. Damn. I said Cam, Ray, Ghost, and the. I give shouts to Fab, but I wasn't really big on jerseys as a kid. I didn't okay. have that many. I like shout out to Fab. Like he definitely stayed. I gotta say, like, cause I like A Z was definitely one for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. for sure. So I have to say them. Like, you know what I mean? Cam did it. Like mm-hmm. that was the one where it was like, I gotta get fresh like this motherfucker. Back then, if I didn't have two pair of white forces, I wasn't doing shit. See. Like, you know what I'm saying? My like my era. See me. See, I had to flex my three. Just to say, like, yo, your three was very dope. Uh Kanye. That's a damn Pharrell. Yeah. And Grand Poobah. Yeah, Poop. Yeah. Yeah. Them three. Grand I Poobah really, I feel like, was one of the ones that invented like you right now. Yeah, like how you dress right now, straight pulled up, colorful and all that. Everybody know I'm a low life in Pittsburgh, Hoodie. like for sure, for sure. Puba, facts. Puba, I feel like to me, people say Slick Rick. No, Slick Rick invented the the truck in, jewelry yeah, and all that. No, the, the, the ordinary, fresh, clean, nice jeans, dope kicks, like I, it's crazy, like Grand, like but you named Cam. Cam definitely was is one of the freshest. I'll put them in my top ten. Yeah, like for sure. Like, All your people's I put in my yeah, top yeah. Because Yeezy definitely like because how he was wearing the polo shit when he was coming out. That's just like perfect timing because like transitioning from high school to see like community mm-hmm. college, mm-hmm. and he was on that. You know what I mean, college dropout, late registration. That like everything yeah. was perfect with that, and then just remember like really. Going to Century Three Mall Macy's, mm-hmm. and it was crazy because a lot of that shit was sinning. Mm-hmm. That fucked me up because I'm grabbing this shit, right? Like, oh, and then like the three hundred dollar fucking sweaters was marked down to like one eighty. 
What? That really changed. Like I got, re- I was really, you know how Pittsburgh was with the Dickies. Oh yeah. And over like niggas was wearing throwbacks and like the four X. Oh, 3x yeah. throwbacks like I had a couple of those just whenever I went I had my dicky suits and shit but whenever just seeing that whole shit going to Century 3 Macy's just switching up to like really getting more like oh mm-hmm. finding my style it was cause I knew Cass was wearing Lacoste and I just was like I ain't wearing that cause it was certain niggas I felt was dirty they was wearing that and I wasn't fucking with it so and then remembering Seeing Ray and listening to them talking about Logan, mm. and I'm I can't spend ten thousand dollars on a snow beach windbreaker one day, maybe one day, but mm. that's an iconic piece. So, and I was just really trying to just grab whatever I can get in my size at that Macy's, and then right. when Macy's on a waterfront, same thing. And right. I would just literally walk down the hill and just damn, they're like, oh, abuse the store. Oh my goodness, mm. it was just. Hey, let's just say the dressing room. He <laughs> see in this episode what I exposed out of Mister Sir Rob Rhodes mm-hmm. is the MC. Like you heard the grind, you heard the inspiration, you heard the the elements of being an MC. Like he went through the trenches battle. He went to go put himself on. He carried crates for DJs. He got put on, knew who to go to to get on. Which leads up to today. This dude and I got a series. Yes. But right now, we're dishing out the appetizer. Absolutely. And how I begin the show, I give the big ups. And how we end the show, I'm going to still give big ups. This dude came to me, and I finally took him serious because he saw, you know, just the battle. And that's the, th- <laughs> and that's the funny just thing. Just the battle. Because <laughs> I'm like, I, in my head, yo, it's so funny because we talk about this, like, shout out to my homie E, the Homestead Renaissance. Oh, yeah. Homestead Renaissance. Go look that go up. Get them, go get the drip. Go get the drip. Oh, yeah. And also, shout out to High Top Thrift from Homestead. Shout out to my man, Cat. Oh, Kat. yeah. Shout out to them. I go there, too. So, with E, <laughs> E kind of helped me e. crack the door just to, you know what I'm saying? But based on this interview, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. Everything was out there. Like, I was at that show. Right. I heard the song on the porno. <laughs> I saw your name floating around in various things. Mm-hmm. Which lead up to the day. Yeah. So, I mean, Elements was there. He did fucking. Because he played one of your beats while he was showing uh, his merch. Oh. And that's when I was like. That's what I was going to get to. The beats part. Yeah. This like, dude comes to me. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm trying to copy beats. Word. We handle business. But it was something about him. I didn't treat business like business. I practically said, fuck it, I'm going to help you executive produce and gave him his money back, period. Pretty much. Pretty much. Because he's that dope. He's that dope. And I didn't expect that at all. You know what I'm saying? I just try to keep moving forward because I knew, like, once I heard the beats with E shit. And then it just fucked me up because I remember just rolling up and playing your shit on YouTube. And I'm like, okay, I like his name, Shade Cobain. I'm like, that's a dope-ass name. Like, where did, like, like... how did you come up with the name? You really want to know? Facts. Like, All right. I'm thinking like Kurt one Cobain. Day, one day, one day, right? 
I'm chilling up in the crib. Uh, me, Big Gangsta Snoop. Okay. Um, Stretch. And it was somebody else. We all lived in the same apartment. Word. I think we was in our 20s. We was in our 20s. It was like 25, 24. Yeah. And we was high as hell. And we used to just rip. Then after a while, we just ripped on each other. Like yeah. on ourselves. And then one day, we had these dumbass rips. And they came to me. And I was like, well, uh... I'm Shay Cobain, the condom inspector from Uruguay. And niggas just started cracking up. And then one day, I was just like, yo, I should keep that Shea Cobain shit. And I kept it. And that's hard. And, and I I, like it. that name was dope. And, and then I realized, like, okay, since I took it, this name, Kurt Cobain, was authentic, pure, grungy, grimy, dirty, Facts. emotional. Like, he put his all into whatever it is. And I took that concept. And put it in the music, so that's how I came. Hell out yeah, because hearing that, like I said, hearing your shit, I just knew I hit Bo up. Like, yo, mm-hmm. I found, I think, yo, I'm, I think I found the guy that's gonna make the sound lit, like for me. You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, word. And I'm sending, like, sending him mm-hmm. the shit, like, couple joints. And I'm like, tap in, and then we're just, I'm. He's like, yeah, yeah, do that shit. So I just was already. Like, ready, just like, man, I hope he hit me back because I know how motherfuckers be talking. They can rap. They can do this, that, and the third. And then I already knew in my head I was, like, not making music. I was battling for a minute, so I didn't right. want to think, like, I couldn't make shit. So I had to send him the video and shit, and that's when I'm like, yo, I can do shit. Right. And then right. I sent you the vid, and then you're like, okay, word. Like, gave you a little confidence, and I remember you yeah. gave me, a, like, a slew of beats. Yeah. And then we really started fresh with... The appetizer, like, as it should. like Right, right. We and that's a- the thing with the appetizer. Man. I have to speak on the producer side because when it came to his beat selection, I have a plethora of beats, but the beats he picked and the beats he really came through, like, yo, can you do something with this? Because there's a lot of those that's coming. Mm-hmm. It was just like his ear is ridiculous. Like there was a couple jams like we sat there and I made the beat in front of you. Facts. And you heard phases and how he goes through phases of hearing a beat. It was ridiculous because I probably changed the beat like 15 times in like 20 minutes. Yeah. While you were sitting there and then when I finally, you got into that bop. When you put down, when it got to the point where you just put down your phone and got to a bop, I knew that was it. And, the, and it's crazy, like, nobody sees, like, my process when I hear it be like, you saw that live. Mm-hmm. So what he's telling y'all is nothing, like, made up. It's straight authentic. Because mm-hmm. that's when I know, like, if I'm hearing something, I, like, I really will zone out and start, like, mumbling shit. Right. It could just be gibberish, but, like, it's still, like, oh, this is it. I feel this shit. Pause. But, like, mm-hmm. that shit's dope. Like, I need, you know what I mean? Give me that. Like, run that in. So I just work with that. And then... That's how it really comes. Like, I know if I hear something and just, I get goosebumps. And I'm like, okay, even with a sample, like, I'll send you samples and shit. Right. No matter, like, no matter hit or miss, I'll just be like, I just want to make the best sound this shit out. And I just feel with me doing this shit, just how I'm doing, how we're doing it, mm-hmm. nobody can fuck with us for real. Like, and I'm just feeling good in a space whereas, like, Anything we do, I'm knocking shit out the park. Point blank, period. I'm just knocking shit out the park. And I just dealt, like I said, dealt with all this shit to whereas it's like doing, you know what I mean? Just trying to play like 
fitting, like just getting where you fit in with the city. Like just, I just play my role, kicking my verses with cats, and you know what I mean. Shit don't work. It is what it is. But like you and I just had that natural chemistry. Once I heard this shit, and you heard the new bars I'm writing to the shit. Oh, it was like perfect. And it's like, yeah, this is how it is. Like, this is how we going moving forward. I heard the grind. I heard the grind in the lyrics. Like, it's like little things. Yeah, yeah. Like, in your rhymes. Like, the one line I always, it it, it caught me. And this is the crazy thing. We're going to play the jam in a minute. But I heard nothing new. Yeah. Probably like 500 times. Hey, word. (laughs) Before it even came out. Yeah, or I, I study shit that come out right, like right, like all right, and um, the disturbing the groove in the system line. I just got on it after like three days ago, and I was like, "Oh shit!" This, this disturbing the groove, slick line. talk. Like I'm just a natural slick talker. Like you, it's going to take motherfuckers a million sp- like plays just to catch bars. Like yeah. line for line is something. Is yeah, every line is something. Is that's one thing, but uh. Where where can everybody reach you at, bro? Man, you can get at me. I'll be on Facebook, Rob Rhodes. Not the flower, Rose. Rhodes, R-H-O-D-E-S, like the scholar. Hit me up on Twitter. I need to get my Twitter followers up. I just got that shit lit on. I mean, I don't want to say lit, huh? Look at me capping and all. That's <laughs> Twitter's what dope. Do. So that- <laughs> hey, hey, like, hey, I'm starting to fuck with the Twitter shit. So it's more so like, great job, Rob, on Twitter. Sir Robert Rhodes on Snapchat. Rob Rhodes underscore on IG. Word it's easy up. to find me. Like you'll find all my like I'm easy to find. So you find me on Facebook, you'll definitely find all my shit. So where they can hear your music at? Everywhere. 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 Like uh Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Damn, I'm um what else? Everywhere. 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 All Everywhere. streaming platforms. Just type the name in. Rob. The appetizer is coming. Rob yeah. Rose. This is yeah. a different, different sound like for most that's used to hearing Pittsburgh shit for real, like. I feel like as an MC, bar for bar, man, like, like niggas ain't fucking with me. And I definitely, I ain't on that dissing my city shit. No, I don't do that. That's corny. It's, it's definitely something different. It's something different. Pittsburgh. It's something different. Something like, different. you got to catch this shit. Like, I'm definitely rapping. Like, I really rap. Mm-hmm. For those that know and for those that don't know, I really rap. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't take none of this shit for granted. Like, at the end of the day... Y'all could just see the, you know what I mean, the exterior, you know what I mean, a fly-ass nigga, but deep down, oh, I'm an MC at heart. Right, right. Like, yeah, I, you know what I mean? I'm collect, like I say, battle rap, I collect caskets. Right. And it's just the sound like, motherfuckers seen me perform, you know what I'm saying, throughout the years. It's just now I know this is it. Like, it's really, oh, like, I ain't no looking back from this. Right. Like right. the appetizers coming, like, this month, I can, hey, if y'all guess the date, I might just, I might cash up you $20. <laughs> hey. He might do it. I mean, seriously, but, I might do it. If y'all could guess the date, cash out be $20. If I know you know you and I probably was high and told you, it's like, no, I'm lying, huh? But anyway, but uh, I'll cash out you $20. <laughs> cool. But it was a pleasure, bro. Much Thank appreciated. Thank you for stopping through. Much appreciated. You in the first episode. That's, that's, I've, that's man, good. I've done a lot of firsts. I've done a lot of firsts, man. Cool. Like, man, it's just... Get ready, y'all. Rob Rose, Shea Cobain, The Appetizer EP coming. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to Real Rap, Let's Rap. You're cool. Hey, that's dope. Hey, Real Rap with Rob Rose. Look how that worked. Right. Right. Let <laughs> <laughs> them vibe out.
Everybody sound the same, nothing's original. Everybody telling now this shit is pitiful. Niggas want to fit in to get it, most of them miserable. Black Bob Ross wicking out, painting this visual. My next plan was my best plan, selling weed, check scans. I ride for myself, you need help, and a yes man. Y'all be for no reason, nigga, that's broke shit. Lame stick ride or switch sides, that's whole shit. If you lack some sense, little homie, just know this. I'm well centered, but smack your nugget off, no jokage. Frost did me wrong, so I can't fuck with him. We got shine, true colors show, but different sides of the prism. Since I cut them niggas off, I bet nobody gon' miss them. They don't understand and play shared, no knowledge and wisdom. Don't disturb the groove, it's a move while playing the system. I'm supposed to rise, I posterize like Vince on a victim. I'll forever be that nigga, yeah, it's nothing new. See me with your bitch, I'm gonna hit, yeah, it's nothing new. Been on my grind, you know, trying to stack a buck or two. I'm getting right as you should, nigga, it's nothing new. I'll forever be that nigga, yeah, it's nothing new. See me with your bitch, I'm gonna hit, yeah, it's nothing new. Been on my grind, you know, trying to stack a buck or two. I'm getting right as you should, nigga, it's nothing new, nothing new.